Welcome, y'all, to the podcast world. This is Eve Rue, the Annie Star, and you are listening to Die Hard Knicks Podcast. And once again, welcome to the Die Hard Knicks Podcast. This is your host, Eru, the Annie Star. I'm going to be going by a few different names. You'll come to find out as time goes on, but I'll get into that a little later. As of right now, we're just going to jump right into it. We're going to start with Lance Thomas. As you know, Lance Thomas, I don't need to explain that to you guys because this is a diehard area. Lance Thomas, man, he's been with the Knicks forever. I don't know what they, they saw in him when they first came on. When he first got here, he was basically a fill-in, you know, because the Knicks were cleaning house, getting ready for, you know, I don't know what they were getting ready for at the time, but, you know, he was just like a little walk-on player. They had Lou Amiston. He was a part of that little group. So anyway, they had a little run. They was playing hard and stuff like that. He got himself, actually got himself a contract from Phil Jackson. It gave him, gave him a little bit of bread. You know, I'm not really hating on that, but it's just like the dude, you know, was supposed to be here because of his leadership. You know, everyone talked about it in OKC, and then they're still talking about it to this day. All right, so his leadership and then his defense. You know, to talk about his defense, the defense that he's supposed to have, you know, is like non-existent. What he what he normally does as far as defense is he'll come down, dart down the court. He always wants to be the first one back. He's the first one back. He ends up following the guy to the corner. Every single time, it's like it's clockwork. They get to the corner, and then as soon as the play starts running, he starts to double the post. Now, again, we're going to talk about this later, but you don't double the post in today's NBA. But that motherfucker stays double-teaming the post. And then he double-teams the post, and guess what they do? They kick it out to the corner for the open three. That's just today's NBA. That's how it goes down. You just simply cannot... Have guys open in the corner. Everybody's a shooter. That's the studio. This is live, ladies and gentlemen. Well, you cannot leave shooters out in, in today's NBA. Everybody's a shooter. People are shooting tons of threes. It's the way it is. Anyway, that's that's um Tim Thomas. You know, and there's it's another guy that falls under the same kind of kind of um thing. Uh, Frank Nilakina, or Frank Nilakina. You can't pronounce it with a New York accent. Well, frankly, Aquina is the same thing like like Lance Thomas. Lance Thomas is just one of these 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 people that that um that they, that everyone just latches onto. So Frank is our draft pick, and he's like you know eighteen years old, and you know blah 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 blah. He's from France, and he has a wingspan and this that and the other blah blah blah. blah. People are, are just like so enamored with 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 like physical stats, you know what I'm saying? Like oh my god, his wingspan is so long, his defense is going to be great. Blah blah blah. He's playing um basketball in France and he's going to the championship game, this that and the other. Yo, he barely played for them in in uh, over there. All his highlights were from the junior league, under 18. You know, under 18 league. So all the, all those all those highlights that we saw was him dominating people that it was his age and younger. You know what I'm saying? So that wasn't really a good like um way to to um to evaluate a player. So anyway, he gets to the he gets to the Knicks now, and then you know in the beginning he had like a couple of little good plays or whatever. But then he when he finished games like with uh, two points, zero rebounds, zero assists, like you know what I'm saying. But 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 he had like one block. But then like people don't realize that he didn't have a block for like the last few games, and then like he'll get a steal, and then he won't have another steal for the next few games. 
It's like, like, what are people seeing in this guy? It's all about about what, what people originally said about them. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what really pisses me off about Nick fans in general, and that's the reason why that I'm even doing this. You know, and, and to begin with, as far as like the social media and just writing and all this other stuff, because I just feel like like Nick fans they they just get hypnotized by what some news reporter that probably never even played basketball before. They're not really good at at um you know like general news that they got a job in the sports department because that's the only thing that was left. You know what I'm saying? And then now you have a whole fan base that okay, well they they wrote it down in, in the newsday or they wrote it down in the post or they wrote it down in Daily News. It must be right. I read it on on this, I read it on that. You know what I'm saying? And just regurgitating um information. You know, you know what I'm saying? That that is not New York basketball. That's not the way New Yorkers do things. For um, for growing up, people talking in the barbershops and all these all these things, people um people had information. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's not like like like, like somebody had to be like, yo, no, yo, Patrick Ewing, Patrick Ewing sucks, man. That mother that motherfucker don't ever do nothing, blah, blah, blah. But the truth is the mother the motherfucker was dropping 30 on Shaq and you know, getting 30, you know, 20 something rebounds and getting 10 assists, some games block shot blocking shots all over the court. So when you look back at records retrospect, you see that this guy was a monster when he was playing. But but at the time, people weren't saying people, you know, people were saying that that, that he shoots too much and that type of thing. But they weren't getting into the into the whole thing where where like like you know this stuff that wasn't true like it was like yo the, everybody watched the Knicks then because they were winning everybody knew the score you know what I'm saying but yo they, they, they might not have not not have known that they won you know but they did check the box score and say oh yeah I heard he got 32 points people just know that but it's like nowadays people just don't know it like for instance like like you know I'm kind of going off a little subject a little bit but say like like um like Tim Tim um Hardaway Jr. Tim Hardaway Jr. is currently averaging you know I'm not fact checking but he averages like 24 four and four at the, at this time you know what i'm saying so and then people have to have the nerve to say that oh my god yo he sucks he's like terrible blah 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 but nah he's actually scored about 25 points every single game that we've um played so far you know what i'm saying so he's actually the most consistent nick out there but people don't even realize that they just they just regurgitating stuff that was said about him in the past you know what i'm saying he doesn't even have the same number that he had back back then People don't even don't even realize that. But it, this this is a basic information that if you're a Knicks fan, that you should know already. It's not something that you should go to a podcast or go to the newspaper or like whatever you go to get your information to get that information. It's like basic information. You are a Knicks fan. You watch games, so you should know what is going on. You know. So I mean, you know, I'm getting on a little tangent, but back back to Frank Nelikina. Up until this point. You know, I understand he he dropped 17 points against Golden State. I understand he did his thing also against the Nets, right? But up until this point, Frank has done absolutely nothing. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? Outside of what people say about him, Frank has done nothing. Even in the Summer League, he didn't do anything. You know what I'm saying? Granted that the, um, the Knicks did play better in the Summer League when he was on the court, but only because the rest of the, the guards were trash. You know what I'm saying? That that's not even like a like a good barometer. You know what I'm saying? But you know, whatever. You, you we'll we'll give that. You we'll give that to him. But but you know, anyway, up until this this time, he had his two best games in a Nick uniform. Like like um, I'm like I don't have the stats in front of me now, but Frank had 17 points against Golden State, and I believe he had 16 in um Brooklyn. What was his assists? Does it anybody even care about that? You know what I'm saying? He's a point guard. The point guards are supposed to distribute the ball. You know what I'm saying? They're supposed to distribute the ball. And and apparently, Frank Nielakina is a defender. But uh, Steph Curry still torched his ass for 29 points. You know what I'm saying? So, and then in the Brooklyn game, 
he didn't exactly lock down the, on the people in front of him either, you know. So it's like it's like a myth. Now you know I, I you know I regress this guy on Frank. I I do see the potential. I do understand that the kid is only like twenty years old or however old he is, nineteen twenty years old. You know, so I do understand that he has a, a chance to grow. I do acknowledge the fact that he's pretty tall and he could be growing. They got him listed as six five. He could be six seven right now. You know, his, his wingspan is long and it could be longer because he because it appeared that he, he has grown since his first year in the NBA. But, you know, all that aside, you have to watch what is going on on the court. He does not use his height to um to um to, to his advantage. Now, you know. Again, like like in the last couple of games, he did make a really nice spin move in the in the um in the paint. Like they they um he was I, I believe it was against um uh, Thompson from the Golden State. He was in the paint and he made like a little quick like he he showed and then he did a little quick spin move to his to his left, and you know Thompson couldn't defend it because Frank is so long. It's like what is taking this kid so long to develop these skills? Now, it's it's, it's pretty easy. The kid is not from here. He's from France. You know, he's not going to get, he's not just all, all of a sudden going to become like a New Yorker or, or an American because, you know, the way the American young people play, they play and they already know how to get, how to score, how to get to the basket. They already know how to move the ball. They already know how to pass. Every American player's problem is learning how to play the game. Now with Frank, Frank, I, I acknowledge the fact he does know how to play the game. He knows how to play with pace and whatever, but he is not assertive. You know what I'm saying? He, he is not like people want, want him to be the starting point guard. You know, also too, this this is like becoming like a um like a reoccurring theme. But there's nobody else on the team playing well enough to give him like like any um like uh heat as far as competition for the point guard spot. We thought it, like I thought I thought personally that that Trey Burke would have came in here ready to light it up because the guy's been been you know working out too much. Now you know now you know working out a lot, but as I say too much cuz I think he his legs look a little heavy. He might have overdid it this summer and his body's um pain, he's paying for it right now. That's why um Trey Burke hasn't been as like as you know basically dominant as he was towards the end of last season. You know, so Frank by default now is the starter and there's nobody that's going to step up to take it. Now, we, we still have my man Emmanuel Mudiay, you know, coming up behind him. He has yet to play yet, but, you know, uh, the coach um, Fisdale said that Mudiay should be coming up pretty soon and then he'll start getting some minutes. And, I, you know, I kind of hope that uh, Emmanuel Mudiay will give Frank a little bit of run for his money because, you know, like we really do need that. We need somebody to to make Frank sweat. Nobody's making him sweat. So now, like, quote-unquote, developing. We're developing him now because there's no one else playing well. So he has to play these minutes now. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of it's kind of annoying. Now, you know, I hope that the kid can continue to score in double figures. It doesn't have to be 17, 16 every night. He could drop his little 10 or whatever. But what I really need for somebody with his size and length that everyone keeps talking about, he needs to be able to rebound, pass, and defend that basketball. You know what I'm saying? And you know that that this is what this is what it is. He has to be able to do that. And he hasn't done it. He hasn't done it consistently enough. Now I understand. You know, back again to his age and whatever, whatever. That should be the case. But people are jumping all over his PPE too much. You know what I'm saying? To to the to the and making up stuff like like everybody doesn't watch the games. Like you know, I sit and watch the games. People say, "Oh, did you see what he did?" Blah 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 blah. Yeah, but did you see the box score? He scored. He had like 35 minutes, five points, two assists, and and you know, no rebounds. You know, what I'm saying no steals and no blocks. Like, 
Come on now. What are you really looking at? You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, we need to trade um, Tim Hardaway Jr. But, yo, Tim Hardaway Jr. is averaging 25, 4, and 4. You know what I'm saying? Which one had, had is, is playing better? It was, oh, yeah, but you didn't, you know, but, but that's not, you know, what, what, you, what I'm saying, you know, because, you know, there's more to the game than just scoring the basketball. Yeah, okay, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's all bullshit to me, you know? And that's, again, why why I'm here. And I'm hoping, hoping that, that you guys hear what I'm saying and can enjoy and continue to follow. Now, as far as, like, the, the modern NBA, the modern NBA, everything is about three-pointers. You know, we talked about it before. Like, you have to be able to defend the three-point line, you know? And then, like... Back to Tim Thomas. Tim Thomas, like I said, he loves to run down back on defense. It's so great. He's working so hard. But why are you double teaming the paint? Nobody is shooting two-point baskets anymore. Nobody is, like, really posting up in the paint. Nobody's really shooting mid-range jumpers. So why are you double teaming the paint? It doesn't make no sense. And then, like, the corner threes. The corner three is the most, it's like the, it's like the special spot in the four. You cannot leave guys open up in the corner because that's what they do. They shoot threes in the corner. You know, like a team like Golden State, like like this guy, uh, Trey Thompson, freaking woke up the other night. I think he had like 12 three-pointers by the third quarter. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. So, I mean, that's that's just the way the NBA is. The, the Knicks have to be able to compete in, in that. Now, you know, as far as, as coaching is concerned, this guy, Fisdale, actually has the Knicks playing the modern style of basketball. You know he's not he's not committed to any rotations or anything like that. Just recently he um he benched um Cantor and a bunch of other guys whatever and then now he got um he has Vonley out there. I actually like Vonley. Not really gonna talk too much about Vonley today, but he has Vonley out there. Then he got Mitch Robinson. Mitch Robinson will be somebody I'll be talking about later on. Then you know, you know he has Frank and then he got Timmy and then um well he he had Lance. He also benched Lance, which is good. But that's why the Vonley's up there. And then. Well, what was the what was the fifth one? Did I have five guys there? Well, we got Mitch, finally, Timmy, Frank, and who's the who's the other guy? Well, whatever, you know. But you know, we basically he basically got these guys playing tough, you know, running up and down the court back and forth, you know. So it, so it's great. Then he got the the rotation going, whatever, you know. As you as you get to know with the podcast, just just like um with uh my blog when I had the blog going. I kind of just write, you know, so I speak like I write. I kind of just go ahead and just do my thing. And I just speak, speak the same way. Just keep on going on about the subject. All right. Well, my background, going to my background, I've, like I've been, I've been a fan of the Knicks since I had to be like three years old. That's when um they traded for Bernard King. Now I still, I have memories of, um of, of uh, Michael Ray Richardson but like I said, I was like a little baby. You know, I was born in 79. So, you know, I didn't really have too much memory of that. I remember them talking about it. I remember my dad being, you know, my dad being frustrated, you know, about how bad the Knicks were playing at the time. But I just remember when Bernard King came, like my uncles, my dad especially, everyone was so happy that, that he was on the Knicks, whatever. So, you know, as time goes on, I just like became like almost obsessed but with um with Leonard King but on a level like like a superhero you know like most kids they like Spider-Man they like Superman or whatever but Nar King was my superhero you know so it's like like my 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 dad he used to play um the game on the radio cuz we didn't have cable like that and you know that type of thing that's that's the way it was back then everyone kind of listened to the game on the radio 
you know, back to the barbershops and just like even in the parks or like, you know, street corners, guys hanging out. They got the game playing on it. The Knicks are playing on the radio. So anyway, my dad used to, used to put the game on. I remember, I never forgot it. So like, um, I just remember like Bernard King, you know, inside with the shot. It's good. Bernard King, oh, it ain't good again, Bernard King. You know, that's my man, you know, from um from the radio, Marv Albert. You know, so I just never forget that. And it it just seemed like it was relentless, like nobody could stop him, you know? And then I remember seeing, actually seeing, like, one of the 60-point games. I can't remember which one it was. But I just I just remember that he was like a superhero, like nobody could touch him. So, I mean, that that's my background with the Knicks. I've been a fan since since then, since, like, I've been a little kid. You know what I'm saying? I always wanted to, like, like just be like those guys. You know, and I remember, I remember like having like a complex because I couldn't, I couldn't just score the ball every single time like Bernard King. So I, you know, I was a little discouraged as I was a kid. But then once I got into like maybe like the end of junior high school and entering high school, that's when I really started playing playing the game. And during those times, you know, it was all about the Bulls and the Knicks. You know what I'm saying? All about. Where early on it was all about like the Celtics and the Pistons versus the Knicks. You know, like you know, like I said, then they started getting into the Bulls when the Knicks really was getting busy, and then from the Bulls, then it was Indiana and all these type of things. So now I'm a big man. You know, what I'm saying I got hair on my balls, and I got I'm wearing deodorant. You know, so like there's a lot of testosterone in that lunchroom, banging on the tables, you know, rapping and stuff like that, talking to the to the girls. If he wasn't doing that, we were straight talking Knicks, and he used to get heated. You got guys that grew up in in New York, just like I grew up. And they claim that they're diehard Bulls fans. Uh, as we all know today with, with LeBron James, people are, are you're just not a diehard anybody's fan if you're not from that city. You know what I'm saying? It just does not make no sense. It doesn't make any sense. So, you know, of course, there was Dick Wright and um, Michael Jordan. Yeah, you just got just like, yeah, but what about Pippen? What about Pippen? You know, you know, if you was around during that time, you know what I'm talking about. It's very similar to this era, but a little bit different because back then guys used to go to blows over the over the next, you know what I'm saying? Like almost like damn near gang banging, you know? So that's that's my little that's my little background. But as far as like interacting with other people, other Knicks fans outside of my little social group, you know, I like back in the days Daily News used to have like a, a column on the on the weekend. I think it might have been Sunday. Like if you if you emailed them or send you, you know people used to write in but I used to email. I emailed them or whatever, or maybe say I, I found the internet um, website or whatever, and you put your little post on there, whatever. You know, so I used to send it. Sometimes it would get deleted by accident because the internet wasn't that strong back in the days. But, you know, you know, usually I, I would I would try to fax it. We have we used to fax back then. But, you know, I used to write my little articles about the Knicks, what I thought about it, and about certain situations. So I used to get, the, get on there on Sunday fairly, you know, fairly frequently. You know, some some weeks I wouldn't get on it, but it just seemed like every once in a while, you know, I would be on it. And then it would start getting like almost every week. So that they gave me a little spark as far as um, writing is concerned. But, you know, as I'm um, time going on, I got I didn't really get into writing. I started doing other things as far as school. But, you know, I never, never gave up my love for the Knicks. You know, so I remember during the uh, during the, the Internet Cafe era, you know, down the one down at, at 42nd Street Times Square. I used to be in there, like, you know, after hanging out or something like that, or while I'm hanging out, I would always stop down in that in that internet cafe so I could jump on the computer and just talk about the Knicks, whether it be like, 
you know, like the fantasy fantasy team started um, popping off in the in the early, excuse me, in the late nineties, and the early two thousands, and then like you know the message boards started getting more advanced and things like that. And I just all, all I wanted to do was talk about the Knicks, you know. So if I'm not talking with the Knicks with my boys and then just with other people maybe at work and in school, you know, then I'm as I'm as I'm progressing as a as a as a man. You know, I still had to get my fix because I just couldn't find people that really like the Knicks, like the way I like it. Like, you know, like a diehard, not talking about like I was talking about before, like how guys, they just like to, you know, yeah, yeah, the Knicks suck, blah, 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 blah. Yo, man, who's on the team? Oh, I don't know. Uh, is is um, Willis Reed still there? No, man. Willis Reed been retired for 20 years, bro. You still talking about stuff that, that happened before you were alive? It don't make no sense. You know, so you can just get tired of talking to people because they don't know. So then you just go on the internet. The internet became a thing. Yeah, so I started off on the internet with the Daily News blog. I don't know if you remember them. Like the Daily News forum, actually. It You know, it was like a scrolling, one of those old school scrolling forums. So we used to be in there popping shit, you know, heavy shit, you know, talking all kind of junk. Then, you know, we used to actually, you know, have started to have themes. You started to get organized. We used to have rapping days where everybody just come on and you had to rap. You had to rhyme you know, your posts and stuff. So it was kind of fun, but it was like really gangster people. That was like the early trolling back in the day. We used to, we used to really troll people, be saying all kind of stuff, man. But you know, at the time I had to be like 19 and 20. So we was really going hard, you know, that, you know, little kids, they don't think that anything is going to happen to them. So they just say wild stuff, you know? So then from, from that point, you know, daily news just deleted it. Because it was getting too crazy. Because um, that this is just the Knicks forum. They had other forums too, and then you had people saying a whole bunch of racist stuff on the other forums and whatnot. So that's how that went, you know. So then Daily News just just um, canceled the whole uh, forum thing. So now you know, fast forward to to the more modern um, forums, and you know, you're talking about the first thing you would go to is say like the MSG forum. So I used to go to MSG forum, but the MSG forum was real PC. You couldn't say nothing bad in there. Even if you said something negative about the team, they would um they would ban you. You know, and then you have to email the person and apologize, and then they put you back, and then they will ban you again. So I got tired of getting banned. I must have got banned a million times. I must have changed my name a million times on there. So then I started. Then I found um, I want to say I want to say I found Real GM. I think I might have been Real GM. I might have been on Real GM for a hot minute. So I'm on Real GM, so you know they got like the avatars, so it's kind of fun, you know. So you got little avatars with you know this motion avatars and all kind of stuff, and then you just talk your junk. But their um their moderators were were like crazy guys too, like people that they're like um this is like their part time gig, you know what I'm saying? Like a part time like intern gig, you know what I'm saying? I don't know I don't know really what it was, but people really took that that moderating thing serious, so you couldn't curse on there. You know, not, not that cursing is so important, but it's just like you get a passion and you start, you know, going in and whatever. So then they will ban you. But then like other people get to say what they want. So it was kind of like that. It was like a little clickish. And then it was like almost like a privilege to be there, you know, because it's like one of like the bigger forums. So, you know, that was real GM. So I got, I just kind of got tired of them. You know, I think I got, I think I got blocked again. So I was like, you know what? I'm tired of this shit. So I, I believe, I believe um it was a poster by the name of player player if anybody knows him out there player from real gm and player from other other spots he's the one that got me involved with another website called ultimatenicks.com now ultimatenicks.com you know they 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 have they've always um be, you know stayed like 
pretty um, competitive with the other forums as far as usability, and they keep upgrading that, whatever. And then, you know, that became my haven. And then I, I stood there for so many years. It's unreal. Like, I, I want to say, like, uh, 92. 92 or, ni- or, excuse me, not 92. 2002 or 2003, I was on the Ultimate Knicks forum. And, um, you know, I stayed there all, you know, for as long as I can. I, like, I might have left, like, maybe for a few months, and I would come back. You know, and then you would just be in there talking so much shit, really. You know, and the moderators let you go because the moderators popping shit, too. You know, but, you know, for the most part, everybody that's on that forum was what exactly what I was looking for. Everybody was, everybody knew what was happening. They watched the games, you know. So if you say something on it, you don't have to explain it because everybody knows what's happening. Everybody knows what's going on. So it was just incredible. So anyway, we get to the, to the whole trolling thing and everybody's like cursing each other out and that type of thing. So then the guys was like, yo, why don't we just meet up? Yeah, so, the, you know, we met up. You know, so we sat in a room. I remember we were we were in, in a um, in a restaurant down down in Midtown, and um, we sat there and we we was in a round table, and then everybody's looking at each other. So we was like, all right, who's who, who who's gonna start this? Like like just go around. Who are you? Right. So then we started shooting our handles. Bam, bam, bam. Everybody's like, oh shit, oh that's you. Oh okay, okay, yo. You know, so that that's how that's how that got to got to uh, go. But but that that was like probably like the um. When when we met and when we were meeting and when we were like this was what's going on for a series of years, we actually went to Toronto, me and three of the guys. So anyway, that was the pinnacle for me as far as the forums is concerned. Because, you know, and then, and then you know, you still read the other forums and whatever. But I think I think somewhere around around when um when Carmelo came and when Carmelo started to, you know, wind down, we're starting to lose again. Really after that that fifty that fifty um game season, fifty one game season Right after that, it's like something changed with um with the Knicks fan base. It's like I, I felt I feel like everyone it, that was like the last uh, last straw, you know. It's like like PTSD set in as far as the whole Knicks fan base. It's like everyone just like that, that was like the last straw, you know. Then 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 like all the real fans started going into hiding, you know, kind of like pulling themselves back into obscurity. And then you know a lot of the a lot of the real fans on on say ultimatenicks.com just stopped posting. You know we still stayed in contact via social media and things like that. We would still meet each other, but as far as as far as like like um the talking all day long on on the forum, people just stopped. You know, and it, it, it just became it became incredible. You know, and it's just not that forum. It started it started happening in the streets. People in the barbershop, everybody stopped. Just they just stopped talking about the Knicks. You know, and then now it is it's become to the point right now in 2018 that Nick fans don't know what's going on. They don't watch games. But as soon as you talk about the Knicks, somebody always got to be across the room. Yo, Knicks fucking suck. Blah, blah, blah. This, that, and the other. You, you a Knicks fan? Oh, brother, here we go. Like that. It's like, yo, you don't even know what's happening with the Knicks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Phil Jackson. Yo, Phil Jackson's not with the team anymore, son. Yeah, but um, well, Charles Dolan, you know. Yeah, well, it's James Dolan, actually. And, uh, you know, James Dolan hasn't been with the team since. Yeah, but what about Charles Oakley? Yeah, what about Charles Oakley? Charles Oakley's a fucking asshole. You know what I'm saying? I love Charles Oakley to death, but he's a fucking asshole. Why, why are you bringing him into the conversation? And then, you know, and people still got, like, now you got the, the other the other Fairweather fans. Be like, yeah, the Knicks, Knicks been fucked up since, um, blah, blah, when they, when they traded for, for Kiki Vandeweghe. What, what the fuck they traded? Kiki Vandeweghe? Kiki Vandeweghe, we talking about, he was on the Knicks in, like, 85, fam. 86 or whatever year that was. We're talking about the 80s. My dude, That's that was um 20 years ago? Why are we talking about Kiki Vandeweghe? 
You know what I'm saying? Why are we talking about Johnny Newman? Why are we talking about Ron Strickland still? You know what I'm saying? Why are we talking about these players? It's 2018. People are people. Nick fans are like tormented, and they're like they're, it's like like um like abuse. You know, people they need to be they need like like uh psychiatric help. You know, and like like I said, it's it's um PTSD. That's exactly what it is. It's like it's like textbook PTSD. You know, so you know, the, I, I, like this is what brings me to to this whole internet age. Now, I feel like I feel like you know my little followers on on Facebook. This is um diehard Nick's blog on Facebook. You know, I've been doing that for a few years now. I, I don't have, I don't, I don't even have a thousand followers on it yet, but I, I suspect that's going to change pretty, pretty soon. But I mean, like, for as far as my my little niche, I feel like the people that post there know what's going on. They generally love the Knicks. They want to engage with people. I feel like these guys, they 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 want to to engage. They want to to be around people that that love the Knicks because no one else does. There's an outlet. People want want that. They don't want to see the trolling. You go to other sites, this and the other. I'll name drop my man, um, Alan Hahn. He has his um he has his um little um page on on Facebook, you know, and um and people on there talking crazy. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's talking about nothing. Everybody just wants to say the N-word as much as they can on there. Nobody's really talking Knicks. They're just freaking arguing the whole time about nonsense, you know? But on, but on my little niche, every, nobody argues. I think I banned one person. That person knows who they are. I banned one person. You know what I'm saying? Because that person was engaging, engaging with me in negative... Neg- and neg- he was engaging me negatively. And he wasn't even correct on the stuff that he was saying. So you can't argue with people that don't know what they're talking about. You're not a Knicks fan. So you don't belong here. You know what I'm saying? So I just, I just want to have a niche where people can communicate this way, where they feel safe. They can sit and, and chat away and just read the stuff that I say and get maybe a little giggle from it. You know, I create my own my own content sometimes, and but but I tend I tend to share everyone's con- content. You know, it's it's just love. You know what I'm saying? It's not about like, oh, all this guy does is, is share other people's stuff. Nah, man, it's, it's about spreading love, bro. This this is like this is uh, what uh, being a Knicks fan is about. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, if I, if I find a new new gear or whatever, like you you just tell everybody, tell all the Knicks fans, yo, man, they got these joints on sale over here. Come get them and be, get them before they sell out or whatever. Yo, check out the new colorways for these for these new kicks. You double that shit will go good with a Knicks jersey. You know what I'm saying? This is like the conversations that Knicks fans should have with each other. It's not about no hating. It's not about like, yo, you trying to just copy this dude or you trying to do that. Why are you stealing my man's stuff or whatever, whatever. It's not about that. It's about the love for the Knicks. You know what I'm saying? And that, that you know, and that that's why like 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 the Knicks as an organization allows these things to, to go on because people love this team. You know what I'm saying? Out of everything that they, that people go through in life, like you need a place where you can sit down and just and just like enjoy something that don't mean nothing. The Knicks, you know, don't mean anything, but they mean everything. If you get it, if you get what I'm saying. Anyway, so that's that's my background. I'm gonna try to stay a little a little organized because, like I said, like back when I was writing my stuff, I kind of just did it off the, or shot off the hip, and this podcast seemed like that's what it's gonna be. So you know, you talk about the the Facebook page, how I started this Facebook page and whatever. So I'll, I'll get into like the little um little beefs that I've had with the um the newspapers or whatever. Like I told you, I used to write into the papers, and when I used to write in, it was like the late '90s or whatever, late '90s, and um, that's when Frank Isola popped up. Because before Frank Isola, we had Mitch Lawrence and, you know, you know, Lupica was was out there and a couple of other dudes, too. You know what I'm saying? So it was getting those guys were getting real petty, you know, because they was just ranking Patrick Ewan constantly ripping him. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, and like and they're always talking about the word savior and, and blah, 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 blah. 
and stuff like that. You know, talking about predictions and you know, painting pictures that that just not excuse me something that people that from from my you know from my ecosystem we don't talk that way. You know what I'm saying? So I just felt like they weren't talking to me. And then, you know, back then, everybody had to buy the newspaper. So everybody was kind of hypnotized by that shit. You know what I'm saying? But to me, I felt like that it wasn't really wasn't really speaking to me. Until this dude, Frank Isola, came came through. At the time, Frank Isola had to be in his early 30s. Excuse me, excuse me early 20s. He was in his early 20s at the time. And at the time, you know, I'm, I'm like a teenager. You know, so a dude in his early 20s, he's kind of speaking to us. He didn't speak in the way that these other guys, guys spoke. He kind of spoke... Almost to our generation. So I used to, every week, I used to just try to listen to him. Not listen, but, you know, try to read his articles. And I would skip everybody else because I just didn't want to hear that bullshit. You know, so I bring up Frank Isola because, you know, he also fell into this PTSD uh, syndrome. You know what I'm saying? That all Nick fans seem to have right now. It says that he just became from from a dude that spoke fresh air into the into the room. Into being a fucking bitch a ptsd bitch that all he does is complain and and always got something sarcastic to say you know and then enter into the world of twitter i'm not on twitter anymore you know what i'm saying i had to get over twitter because twitter became like back in the days with the daily news when he used to have their forum it became that people are on on twitter just trying to say the wildest shit they can to say to people because they because they know that you're not going to be able to to meet up with them unless like you're some kind of computer geek or something like that and could trace where they're from, you know, but, you know, Twitter became that. So anyway, you know, Twitter, you know, like Frank would say something and then I, I would like at him and say, yo, why are you saying this? And blah, blah, blah. This is that's not true or whatever, because, I mean, they, they, they could they would say stuff. And I'm like, yo, I saw the game. That did not happen. You know, that didn't happen the way that you're that you're making it imply that you're implying to. So anyway, you know, then then like he would at me back sometimes. And, you know, then like saying little smart, sarcastic stuff. All right, whatever. So then, then one day, I get I get a DM. He hit me in my DM, and he says something about like, oh, how many followers you got, blah blah blah. And I was like, well, what, you know, whatever. My, you know, I'm not, I'm not no superstar, or nothing like that. You know, unless I'm a, I'm a superstar, people are not gonna follow you. You know what I'm saying? He said, yeah. So you know, he said something about my followers or whatever. So I'm like, man, whatever, dude. So I, I was like, after that. You know, I, I just was like, you know what? Let me get out. Let me get off this thing. Because like he got me, he had me to the point, not just him though. I'm just using him as an example. So I'm not, I'm not, you know, ragging on Frank like that, you know, cause I, like, like I said, I actually like the dude, but like when, when he was writing for the Knicks, he, he was getting off the wall. So I'm like, wow. You know, so I said, let me, let me just come off this for a little while and then, you know, and you know, just leave Twitter all, all together. Cause people, you know, they hit you from all over the place with all kind of random stuff. So anyway, I stopped messing with Twitter really. But then, like, you know, the whole Colin Kaepernick situation happened. So not everybody has a big opinion. So then I started to, you know, to I'm just searching. I'm searching for, like, new outlets and stuff like that. Like I said, the the whole forum um, world is kind of, like, like dead now. And then all this other stuff, you know, and I'm listening to other sports radio. It's not really that good. You know what I'm saying? The podcast, for, as far as Knicks are concerned, is not really that good. You know, so then I said, well, let, let me turn to turn the radio back on. Was, you know, I'm driving to work and stuff. So I said, you know what? Let me just throw the um the radio situation back on. So I'm on there just listening to stuff. I got serious going. Didn't really find nothing. Then I said, you know, let me just try try the fan. So I, I jump on the fan. The fan, you know, I'm listening to, um, I believe it was um Alan Han. Alan Han was, was on um the radio. So let me check him out. So then, so then I, you know, as, as you're going through there, you know, I, fi- I find um the Yankee announcer. 
I don't even like to say his name. The dude, the dude, the the dude that was famous for the home run call that he does. Anyway, he's talking about Colin Kaepernick, and he has Rosenberg from um from Hot ninety seven there, and he's his host. So anyway, they're going in. They're talking about um Colin Kaepernick, but he's going hard, and like he's a New Yorker or whatever. So I guess he feels like that he could say the way he wants anything he wants to say. So anyway, he he basically starts calling Colin Nick Colin Kaepernick a punk. Because of the kneeling and stuff like that, so so now I'm like on Twitter. So I said, "Yo, let me let me hit him up on Twitter." I was like, "Yo, man, you know that's you know like you yeah." I'm just basically was like, "Yo, you're absolutely wrong about that." You know this that, and the other blah blah blah. And then he just like he's still you know he's still going on and radio. Then he actually I say something to him. I I, t- I say something to the fact that that um that you know he's part of the problem, whatever. So then he go he gets pissed off and actually on air shouts me out by my name and everything. That um you know and you know just kind of going off about about my my little thing, so then so that 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 kind of pissed me off, you know it it pissed me off a lot. I'm not gonna tell you how far it pissed me off, but it pissed me off a lot. So I, so then again I said you know what this Twitter shit is dead, you know what I'm saying? And then I'm like the radio is dead. I just turned the radio off, you know what I'm saying? Like the um these these sportscasters they think that um they are the voice of the people and that people want to know what they have to say in order for them to know what's going on and that is complete utter bullshit you know what i'm saying is the proof is the podcasting game there's millions of podcasts out there everybody and their mother has one you know some people are unsuccessful some people do it for a little while some people have been doing it forever but anyway there's so many podcasts to listen to you know like th- there's no excuse to turn on the radio and and give this piece of shit your time and your energy. Same thing with ESPN. I haven't listened, I haven't watched ESPN in years. I, I don't watch all on the you know part of my interruption or all those other shows. You know on, on the I don't listen to none of that because it's the same thing. People, they go hard or whatever, whatever because they're trying to get ratings. They don't really care about what, what what they're saying to you. They just want you to keep watching and keep listening. You know what I'm saying? And if you're gonna quote stuff that these people are saying, yo, Stephen A. Smith said this, yo, blah blah. Yo, they don't know what they're saying. They're just saying anything because they're trying to get you to watch. You know, so I I just don't want to be a part of that anymore. So I just turned it all off. You know, so now back to my podcast. We have to keep this New York. This is New York Knicks. This is a New York City. You know what I'm saying? We have to keep it New York Knicks. We have to keep it New York. You know, like I'm going to bring another young lady up. Her name is Taylor Rooks. Now, I'm not going to discredit her knowledge about sports because she's on point. She's like a whiz. She's a wizard. You know, she's a young girl. Whatever, I'm not even sure she's 30 yet. You know what I'm saying? But she's like electric out there as far as speak, speaking about all kind of sports. She could talk, talk it. She could talk it, not just one local sport. She could talk it for everybody. You know what I'm saying? But she does like a, a, a podcast also, and she she is also broadcasted on um, on SNY, I believe. You know. So anyway, it's pretty good. She interviews different people, whatever. But um, but when it comes to New York sports, she's always shitting on us. You know, like I know, I know it's the truth that New York hasn't won in a while. But, but um, don't you know, like you're not from here. You know, you're not from here. You're from, I believe she's from Atlanta, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. She's from Atlanta. You're not from New York. So um, like if if you're gonna pop shit about New York sports and about the history of New York and, and the feeling of what it is to be a New York fan, you don't need to be on a New York um platform popping your shit. You know what I'm saying? Go to Atlanta. Go down to Atlanta where you're from, if that's where she's from. I'm not exactly sure. You know, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna check that. That's not. That's not what we're doing. We're we shooting off the hip on this show. Like, I'm like, if you wanna, if you wanna talk about 
New York sports. You should be here. You should be from here. You should be born here. You should be like one of those fans that, like me, at three years old, that became in love with Bernard King as a superhero. You should be uh, um, somebody like that. You know, not 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 bigging myself up, but somebody with my similar experience should be a voice on a New York station. It shouldn't be some girl from Atlanta or anywhere else. What's bubblefuck? You know, it should be a girl. It could be a girl, a girl from Staten Island, a young lady from, you know, upstate New York somewhere, Long Island, Connecticut, New Jersey. It should be somebody down here that knows what it's like to be a New York fan. It doesn't have to be the Knicks. It could be anything. You know, even if they don't like any of these certain teams, they were still here and they understand what it is and what it is to win here and what it is to lose here. You know what I'm saying? And it's not it's not going to make other fans that actually live here that's watching this show and calling into these shows, you know, accents, you know, and then now they're talking to somebody that's not from here, you know, and then you, you could use, like, say, like, The Breakfast Club, Charlemagne the God. He's from, like, North Carolina or South Carolina. How could you be the voice of New York hip hop and you're not from here? You don't know what it's like to wake up and, and and be in New York without even getting into details. You know what I'm saying? You just don't you just don't know what it what it is to grow up in New York City, to ride the trains, to smell the air, to walk past the people. You have no idea. You don't even have an accent, fam. You don't even you don't you don't know the slang. You don't know the lingo. You never walked a shoe. You know, you never walked a, a step in anybody's shoes in New York. You know what I'm saying? Ah oh, man, I, I mean that it just drives me drives me absolutely nuts, man. So anyway, that's my mission statement. I'm a New Yorker. I'm from here. You know, I have an accent. My accent might not might not be as raw as as some people. You know, and it's not ex- exaggerated as some people either. But I'm from here. I know what it is to be a New Yorker. I know what it is to ride the train. I know what it is to to jump a turnstile. I know what it is to you know walk past MSG. I know the, I know the feeling it gives you. And I know, I just, I just, you know, I am from New York. I'm a New Yorker. And I know people out there are, are like, they have the energy. They want, they just want to feel that energy. They, they want to feel other people's energy. You know, they, they want to feel prideful. Like say, I'm a Knicks fan and not hear somebody, some jackass from down, from on the other side that never even seen a basketball. Yeah, the fucking Knicks suck. Yeah, the Knicks suck. But whatever, man. Like, like, you know, it's just like, like, like we we need we need each other as far as fans is concerned. The orange and blue man, it's gang 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 life. We need to we need to freaking mob up and be like how we used to be, man. You know where people used to walk the streets and they used to have the Knicks gear on, whether the Knicks were winning or not. No, it's not like the Knicks were winning forever. When Patrick Ewing was there, Patrick Ewing wasn't winning at first. Before Patrick Ewing, the Knicks were terrible. You know what I'm saying? They were terrible for a lot of years. But people were still gang gang Knicks life. You know what I'm saying? The parks were filled with um with people playing basketball. Now you don't even really see people play basketball anymore. The people that's playing basketball actually the people that are not from here. They're the ones in the, in the basketball courts playing now. It's not the, the kids are not really playing basketball like they used to. Now everything is indoors. People don't really go to the basketball. But yo, I got next. You know what I'm saying? People, people don't really do that. You know, certain places they do. But back back in the days, every park was like that. You go to the park, there's somebody saying, I got next. And there's people playing. If you wasn't playing, you was watching. You know what I'm saying? I used to walk around when it, in my younger days. I used to always have basketball shorts on, no matter how hard it was. I always had basketball shorts underneath my jeans because you never know when a basketball game is going to pop off, fam. You walk past any court, you see a game going by, whatever. He's like, damn, I got to get in this game. Yo, I got my shorts on. Let's go. Let's rock. You know what I'm saying? I'm on my lunch break. 
Where am I going? I'm going to go find a game. I'm going to go check a game. Summertime, I'm going to be hanging on the, on, the, on the gate of West 4th. Summertime, I'm going to be chilling at Dykeman. Summertime, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be down at the Rucker. You know, anywhere. Sold in the hole when we when we was in the in the 90s. You know, people don't people it's not the same anymore. But you know, I, I give it that it's starting to 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 um to build up again and then like the like the, there are some names popping up out there of New York basketball players. And there are new new places now that are starting to get names that, that never had a name before. You know, I as you know, as you guys tune in, I, I'm going to start getting into that either. You know, I'm going to start getting into that as well. You know, shout out to Gershwin Park, Gershwin Park in East New York. East New York is on the rise, man. Gershwin Park was was a uh, was like in the asshole of of fucking Brooklyn at one point, you know. And now now it hosts one of the better tournaments in the in the city. Now probably probably next summer might be the biggest, you know. So tune in for that as as we progress. So my my mission statement, my mission statement is, I just want to have a forum for people to come enjoy the game of basketball. All right, so right now, you know, take it take it down a notch or whatever. I'm going to talk about my little fantasy league. Now, this this is this is this nature of people. Like I, I'm I'm not a popular podcast, whatever. Oh, excuse me, I'm new to the podcast game, but I'm not a popular Nick site. <coughs> excuse me, but you know. I started my little fantasy thing. So since I'm not popular, people are not going to join it. I understand that. Then, you know, even my personal friends that I on my personal pages and stuff like that, I put a little, little, a little, um, fantasy thing. Nobody wants to join. Everybody has an excuse. Oh, you know, I don't have that time for that. I don't have time for that. People have time for what they enjoy. You know what I'm saying? If you don't enjoy the, the, um, the, the fantasy team, then, you know, I mean, excuse me, if you don't enjoy the team or basketball like that, you're not going to enjoy the fantasy. So there's no, whatever, you know, you, you kind of need to find your people. That's that's why I, I try to, gotta, I have my form. You got to find people that's like-minded so you can enjoy things together. So anyway, I have my little fantasy team, my fantasy league. I was trying to get 14 people. I couldn't get 14 people. So in my, in, in one of my leagues, I have um, 10 people. But in the official, uh, the official league for... My Facebook page, which is the Diehard Knicks, whatever we have. I mean, I'm double checking it now. We have only eight teams, so I'm gonna shout the teams out. We got Smoke Team, they're currently number one. We got Ooh La La, it's AF20, he's on number two. Then we got Gantor's team, that's number three. We got Martians team, we got Inberto's Legit team, that's number five. We got Diehard Knicks, that's on number six. And then we got Dondi's team and Imperial's Returns team. You know, so, you know, it, it, for the most part, it's, it's competitive. I see a lot of guys are not really changing their lineups and stuff like that. But, as, you know, as time goes on, I hope guys really get into it. So as far as the matchup is, is concerned, this week, we're in week three. And right now, I'm playing Imperial's Return. And um, currently, I'm smashing them right now, 7-2. to two. But it's like the middle of the week, so we got plenty of games left. But uh, right now I'm smashing them in a lot of categories as far as three pointers and points and assists. I'm kind of smashing them, but um, we're, we're like neck and neck with steals, blocks, and um, rebounds and uh, free throws and what else? A couple, you know, we're we're kind of neck and neck. So anything could happen really. We, we might end up being five and four, but it depends on who's on the side of five. Who's going to be four? So good luck to you and Perry's return. Thank you for for signing up to be in the first um, league. Now, I anticipate next year being more, you know, more, 
my competitor as far as people trying to sign up. Right now we have Marshawn versus Ulala. And we got right now Ulala is winning five to three. We got Ganto's team, they're beating Smoke seven to two. And we have Umbrella's legit team beating Gandhi's team seven to two. All right, so shout out to you. Thank you for, for joining my league. Now, as far as like I did say we're gonna win something. Well, you know, right now, right now everything is, is, is all me. Me and maybe maybe some other people in the future. But um, you know, so I, I will I will have something and it's more than likely gonna be a t shirt. A t shirt or maybe something else involved in that. We'll see how the time goes on, but definitely a t shirt. So whoever wins this league, you have that to look forward to. So hopefully maybe we'll have like a um we'll have like a get together or something like that and I'll present you with a t shirt. Yeah, so um that's the fantasy basketball, you know, thanks for everyone for hanging out. And then right now, you know, since this is my first podcast, you know, I, I want to get into, you know, the original Facebook group. So the Facebook group, like I said, I've been doing it for for a few years. So I, I'm just gonna start start um shouting out some names here. You know, thank thank you everyone for for um checking me out. We got a uh, let me let me try to find people that that have constantly uh, posted stuff. Uh, I think my man's name is uh, Maurice Allen. So you, Maurice, yeah, Maurice Allen is constantly liking my stuff and he shares my stuff. I really appreciate it. You know, we have other people that I'm, that I'm looking at. I, I really, I really want to make sure that I that I um shout out the the guys that normally most. You know, I, I didn't really write you guys down. Like I said, the, everything is off the hip when when it comes to this thing. We got my man um Louis Stevenson. Louis Stevenson, he's um he actually was um involved with the Ultimate Knicks thing. I actually met him before. He's like a really big dude, smart guy. I, I believe he's like a, a, a um animal doctor. Uh, I can't. I, I think podiatrist, but it's not podiatrist. It's a veterinarian. There you go. <laughs> Whatever, man. So I mean, you know, shout out to you because I've known you for a little while. We got Arthur Rodriguez. I'm looking at you now. You um, you've always um, been involved. Marcos um, Heredia, Heredia. Excuse me, Mar- Marcos Heredia. You've constantly been been interacting with me. You know, I really appreciate your messages and stuff like that. We got uh, we got a couple of Gonzalez's. We got um, we got a uh, Ricky Gonzalez and I see Ruben Gonzalez. We got uh, Orlando Molina. Shout out to you. Yeah, thank you guys for for hitting me up throughout the years, man. Some of these, um, I'm looking at some of the um, the the time here. I'm talking about from 2014, and and I, you know, I don't even remember when I started this thing. But yeah, I would just like to thank you guys for for interacting with me and just liking, you know, or constantly liking my stuff, you know, and and whatever. You know, recently I just I just started a, um, an Instagram page. So you guys can go on Instagram and do the same thing. Die Hard Knicks blog. It's always gonna stay blog. You know what I'm saying? Because um, blog is is like really like the um like how stuff started. And then um I, I I like I said I talk like I write. I write like I talk. So we just gonna keep it a blog. Everything is just gonna be a blog. So even as far as my posts, you know, I do this every once in a while. I, I'll do like a um like a, a post blog or a comment blog. And I just like say a big thing. And then you know like I said, people have been they've been, they've been um commenting and sharing. And then even people that I know personally. Some you know, which is weird. They 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 read the site, but they don't follow. You know, that's kind of like that's how it be. You know, it's like when you start when you start to be famous and people start to know you, other than whatever, and they see how many likes you have. Then all of a sudden they start following you, start doing whatever. That's just the nature of people. You know, so shout out to you guys for um for tuning in and whatnot. All right, I'm just just trying to get get through this. You know, I, I'm uh I don't know if I should really announce guests guests and um say like schedules and stuff like that but i do have some ideas as far as um like bringing people in the podcast i have ideas for for um co-hosts i have ideas for interviews i have i've been in contact with a lot of people so you know it's, it's very nice to, to, to see people even um 
even on communicating with me, you know, and then, you know, especially since I'm not like one of the more famous um, podcasts, whatever. I don't have my face out there as far as my podcast is concerned. And as far as my, you know, my pages are concerned, I don't really have my face out there. But I just like to thank you guys for, for you know, even listening to me and responding so fast, you know, because I mean, like it's the thing, people love the Knicks. People just want to talk about the Knicks. And when they find somebody that, that love the Knicks, they get so they get so happy, you know, so it's just great to um, it's just great to, to enjoy that. So anyway, as we go along, uh, say like uh, Monday is when the fantasy league starts again, you know. So Monday, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna try to do a podcast on to, to deliver on Monday, where I will talk a little bit about the fantasy league, you know, big that up and and shout people out that way, you know. And then, you know, whatever else is happening at the time, whatever I feel like talking about at the time. Then Thursday, I'll, I'll have like a weekly recap, say about whatever's happening with me as far as um, record and things like that. And then, like I said, I always have like other things I'll talk about. Like I said, I'm gonna have guests. I might do um, you know, like spot appearances in different places and just really chop it up with, you know, just maybe just myself or just with other people. You know, that's that's my that's my my uh, my goal my, or my vision for for this whole podcast. And um, I just want to really reiterate my my whole thing, here, man. Like this is like New York. You need to have somebody from New York um talking about the Knicks. Like our fans don't need to hear about stats, you know? We don't need to hear about, yeah, I saw I saw uh uh like uh Tim Hardaway shooting from the three. I saw him do that. Yo, we all saw him do that, fam. You know, we all uh like I'm a I'm a diehard Knicks fan. I wanna hear about people talking about how I saw this guy doing that, I seen him do this. Like, uh we all seen him do it. You know what I'm saying? Just because you're seeing it doesn't mean that, oh, wow, this guy knows what he's talking about. No, we all know what we're talking about. You know, we've all seen it. You know, and then we just, like, we just need somebody from New York saying it. You know, somebody from New York or whatever. So I hope to be that voice, and I hope that you guys enjoy my, my ranting. I'm going to try to be a little bit, little little funny. I'm going to try to be, you know, real and, and whatever. And then, like I said, I'm going to throw, I'm probably going to throw a lot of hip-hop in, in, into the into the mix. You know, so I'm going to have a little bit of fun with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, like, I'm not, I'm not making money from it. I'm not in it to make money. I'm in it because, like I said, I just feel like, I feel like somebody has to be the voice for for the people. You know, and I, I hope to be that, to be that post for you guys, you know, and we'll, we'll, we'll chop it up, we'll, we'll mix it up. And, and like, also too, like from the people that, that, that's, um, that, I've, that I've shouted out and whatever, if you guys want to, want to get down with the podcast one day. You know, uh, hit me up in my, um, in my either in my email that the email is diehardnicksblog at gmail. Hit me up there, and I, I'll get back to you. And then, uh, or you could just hit me up right on Facebook, the Facebook um instant messenger on um diehardnicksblog. And you know, I'll get back to you there if you would like to get down with me and have like a be like a little guest host. You know, maybe we can have a little conversation there in one of the shows. You know, so I'm just I'm just happy to be here. I'm glad you um you took your time to listen to podcasts. You know, things are gonna be changing with it as it goes on. This is all fun. And I just hope to have you here. So uh, on that note, let me play the song. Yeah, I don't have the rights to that song, but that's uh, Freddie Gibbs. That's off of um, the Mad Lib and Freddie Gibbs. Song. The name of the song is Nick's. And that's the reason why I chose it. So now, thank you everyone for listening once again. This is your boy E Rule. You can call me any star. You can call me E Rule. You can call me E. Whatever you do, just call me. Die Knicks fan. Peace. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android. 